0: Shalom, this is Abigail Rock. Welcome to TanakhStudy.com. Last class was a very emotional class. In our class yesterday, Yosef had revealed himself to his brothers after Yosef had heard Yehuda's brilliant, emotional speech where Yehuda described the pain, the sadness, the mourning of the father, where Yudah described the special bond and relationship between Yaakov and Benjamin, between Yaakov and the son who is missing, the brother who is missing. As a result of that, Yosef breaks down and reveals himself to his brothers. Also discussed last class, where that Joseph recognizes that his brothers are concerned. How is Joseph going to interpret the events? And therefore, Joseph calms his brothers down and guarantees them that the way he sees the events is that they only only good came out of this. That he was sent here by God in order to sustain the family. Paro is very excited to hear that now Yosef has eleven brothers, and if Joseph is so successful. Of course eleven brothers can contribute a great to the economy in egypt and he invites them to come to live in egypt and to benefit from the land but of course what perot's intentions are is that the land should benefit from them and yosef sends the brothers back to bring yaakov he sends them with chariots full of food and chariots which will be the vehicles to Transport the family down to Egypt, and the last words of Yosef that we read last class was a instructions to the brothers when they go. Alehem Chapter forty-four, verse twenty-four. Yosef says, "Don't be upset on the way." And we explain these words in several different ways. One of them is one of the ways we explain is, "Don't be scared. Don't be nervous. No one is going to attack you because you are going." you are you have the you have the protection of the king that was one explanation the other explanation that we gave is that don't play the blame game don't start accusing who did whose idea was it to sell yosef don't worry about it and thirdly and this is connected to today's class what are they going to be discussing on the way what they're probably going to be discussing on the way is what on earth should they be telling yaakov how are they going to explain to yaakov that the brother whom they presented him with his ripped bloodied ketonet is now alive what is the uh, what what's the story that they're going to say and I'm sure there's going to be several different opinions as far as the story to present that they should present to the father and we're in a very short time we're gonna see what is the story that they end up telling him but what Yosef is telling them as they leave Egypt don't get into any conflicts regarding the story we're now going to begin chapter 45 verse 25 Vaya'alu mimitzrayim vayavo eretz knaan el yaakov avihem. they leave mitraim they come to knaan to yaakov their father vegidolemu od yosef hayy vekhiy moseh bekol eretz mitraim vayafog libo ki lo ha'amin lahem they came they told you they tell yaakov yosef is yet alive and he is a ruler over the entire land of egypt and his heart weakened for he did not believe them so we asked what is that they told yaakov we don't know yet but at this point they give very minimal information yosef is alive and he is the ruler over the entire land of egypt the second half of the verse is the word vayafog could mean stopped we know in Echa. It says, "Al fugat lach." Don't stop. The word "la fig" is to stop. So his heart skipped a beat. His heart stopped. Maybe, perhaps, what we would call today, he had a heart attack. Possibly that the word "pag" also means weak. So maybe his heart became weak. Also similar to the idea of a heart attack, because he did not believe them. And this is very strange. The reason his heart should skip a beat or stop should be because he did believe them. Why did his heart stop? Because he did not believe them. So Ramban tries to give some sort of explanation. He said at first, his heart stopped. by the mention of 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 Yosef, his heart stopped. Had he believed them, he would have immediately had risen back to his strength and excitement. According to Ramban, he just his heart became weak and he skipped a beat by the mention of Yosef, and because he did not believe them, he stayed in this state of faint for a while. Had he believed them, he wouldn't have even he wouldn't have he would have remained fainted. That that's Ramban. I think a better explanation for this pasuk is, his heart weakened. He got a heart attack because he did not believe them. Not now, because he did not believe them in the first place when they told him he was dead. And we mentioned several times from our the very beginning of our studies that deep down Yaakov. Does not believe that Yosef is dead. We mention this when it says that ya- Yaakov refuses to accept comfort. Deep down, Yaakov has this hope that maybe Yosef will turn up. And perhaps that's why the word that's used by Yaakov is Yosef which is referring to dead, but it's not exactly dead, it's gone. What the Pasuk is telling us here, the reason he had a heart attack here is because he never really believes that Yosef is dead. Deep down, part of him believed Yosef is still alive. The brothers continue speaking. The brothers tell Yaakov all everything that Yosef had told them and Yaakov had seen the chariots that Yosef had sent and his spirit had was revived the Ramban asks an excellent question here the Ramban says it says that they told the brothers had told Yaakov everything that Yosef had told them A question is when we say that the brothers had told Yaakov everything what is everything is everything including them telling him yosef had told us he is yosef what we had sold to mitzrayim is it, does everything include that yosef had told the brothers don't be upset that you had sold me because you had good reason and a question that's going to uh, we're going to follow over the next few classes what to what extent did the brothers reveal to yaakov what had happened the ramban argues that the brothers did not reveal to yaakov what had happened and when it says that the brothers had told yaakov that which yosef had told them regarding them coming down to egypt regarding the invitation by paro that they move to egypt and that they will be sustained by paro and yosef in egypt and that here are the chariots to to transport them but nothing regarding the fact that the brothers have sold him to which one might ask so what is so what is it that yaakov had thought had happened to yosef the brothers 22 years ago came home and told yaakov do you recognize this katona do you recognize these clothes and suddenly yosef appears as the second in command in egypt They have to, perhaps they have to make up some story to explain to Yaakov. Yaakov would be wondering. According to the the story here in this unit, the brothers don't give Yaakov an explanation. The brothers never told Yaakov, Yosef is dead. They just presented him with a garment that they had found. Yaakov is the one that reached those conclusions. They never said, we found the body. They never told Yaakov, your son is dead. They just presented Yaakov with the garment and Yaakov reached the conclusion. And now they said, Oh, we found we found him in Mitzrayim. and this fits in with the commentary of Rashbam, who said that the brothers really had no clue what happened to Yosef. As far as they're concerned, they had put him into the pit, and the Yishmaelim had taken him out and sold him, and they had no idea that he was sold. This fits in even better. So the brothers and Yaakov both have the same. They, they, neither of them really know how did he end up from the pit to, Mitz, to Mitzrayim. to and the brothers don't go into detail, and Yaakov doesn't ask the brothers, which is interesting that Yaakov here does not ask the brothers. Maybe we'll try to give some suggestion later on as to why does Yaakov avoid asking the brothers what had happened. So, so they, yeah, they tell Yaakov everything that which Yosef had spoken to them, and Yaakov sees the chariot which Joseph had sent him to transport him, and his spirit is revived. What does it mean his spirit is revived? I'd like to give two explanations. Number one, his spirit is revived. He felt like a dead person 22 years. When he was shown the garments of Yosef, when he was shown the katonet, his response is, Ki ered bni avel sheola. I am like a dead person. From the time Yosef is gone, Yaakov is dead. Now that he hears he's alive, now, what causes Yaakov to be revived is the fact that he sees the chariots. How did the chariots cause him to recognize that indeed Yosef is alive? Apparently, the chariot was considered an Egyptian asset. You were only allowed to take chariots with permission of Paro. In chapter 45, verse 19, Paro tells Yosef, take agalots take chariots from the land of egypt for your father and then in verse 21 it says that yosef gives them chariots according to the word of paro that he that he gives them chariots he he receives license to take the chariots out of egypt for the use of his family and it is apparently it was well known that chariots were the in egyptian assets only allowed to leave egypt according to the word of paro so when yaakov sees the royal chariots outside his house he recognizes that indeed only someone who is well connected to the palace had permission to take such a thing he believes that yosef is still alive but he yakov another explanation for the words and his spirit was revived just a minute ago he had a heart attack but when he sees he he's, he's half dead. But as soon as he sees the chariots, he is revived. And once he sees the chariot, he calls out and he says, verse 28: VaYomer Yisrael, Rav od Yosef eno amut. It is it is plenty. It is great. My son is Yosef is alive. I shall go see him before I die. The word Rav means it, it is plenty, it is great. What is Yaakov? What Yaakov is saying here is, now I've had enough life. If I see him before I die, I don't need to live anymore. Rav Yosef el chaver eno I i that, That's that's all I need. I, this this was the moment I was waiting for. This is what kept me alive. Is the belief that maybe I will still see him. Once I see him, I don't need to live anymore. That's one explanation. Another explanation suggested by a few of the par- of the Parshanim is that Rav, there, there's nothing greater than this that can happen to me. Rav, this is the greatest thing that happened to me, that Yosef is alive. A third explanation suggested by Rabbi Yosef Ibn Kaspi is if we pay attention, the brothers came and told Yaakov two things. Number one, they told him, Od Yosef. Hi. Yosef is alive. The second thing they tell him, that he is the ruler of the entire land of Egypt. To which Yaakov responds, It's enough for me to know that he's alive. You think I care that he is a ruler? You think a father who's been mourning his son for 22 years cares what job his son has all the father cares about is it is sufficient for me that he is alive that's enough it is enough And I want to go see him and the next chapter chapter 46 verse 1 which we're about to begin is a description of Yaakov going down to see his son on his way down to Mitzrayim he receives a vision from God regarding this trip to Egypt which is going to be a fateful trip this is the last time he's going to be in Canaan when he left Canaan to go to Haran many years ago when he was running away from Esav God tells him don't worry you will come back I will look out for you and I will bring you back he's worried now this might be the beginning of the exile, and God is going to address that worry of Yaakov. Let's begin chapter forty-six, verse one. Vayisa Yisrael v'chol asher lo v'yavo be'era shava v'izbach zvachim lelohei aviv Yitzchak. Vayisa Yisrael, not Yaakov, Yisrael. The name Israel. We said we use the name Israel when it's going to have ram- national ramifications. This story is about to have national ramifications. This is the beginning of the exile. Yisrael Isaac and Yaakov and his, the entire family travel. They pass by. They come to Be'er Sheva, and there he offers offerings to the God of his father Yitzchak. Sheva is the southern border of Canaan before egypt and right before egypt he wants to know from god is this what he should be doing and the reason it says that he sacrifices sacrifices to the god of his father yitzhak why not abraham because it's connected to the story of yitzhak and so yaakov is concerned about going to Mitzrayim. he knows his father was not allowed to go to Mitzrayim. his father was told in gerar during the time of the famine do not go down to egypt therefore he sacrifices sacrifices close to where his father had sacrificed Yitzchak had made an altar in Beersheva, as described in Parashat toledot and, he, and therefore he sacrifices to that same god of the same revelation to find out whether is it okay that he leaves eretz yisrael he very much wants to see his son yosef on the one hand however on the other hand he is aware that of the prohibition not to leave eretz Israel. It was one thing when he left to Eretz as he was running away from his brother Esav. That was pikuach nefes to save his life. This is for the purpose of seeing his son. More than that, he knows that this Yerida, going down now to Mitzrayim, is going to begin the exile, and he is concerned about that. So he sacrifices sacrifices. Chapter 46, verse 2. Vayomer Elohim l'Yisrael b'maot halayla Vayomer Yaakov Yaakov Vayomer Hineni Bayome אנוכי, האל אלוהי אביכה, Al Tiramir Damitzraima Kilegoy Gadol Asimch Hasham. Anohi Redimcha Im, Mitraima, the Anohi Al Khagam Alo Viosef Yashit Yado Al Einecha. Yaakov receives a revelation from God, Bemarot Halala, this vision of the night. Remind us there's several themes here that remind us of Brid Ben Habdarim, the covenants of the parts, which is the way of the of telling the reader that this vision here is connected to the breathe banap tarim is a this is a fulfillment of that breathe Ban tarim and if in the covenant of the parts avraham was told that your nation is going to be foreigners in a foreign land this is where it's about to begin Therefore, it says bimarot halayla, as in Avraham, very similar to the language used by Avraham, He's told in chapter fifteen in Bereshit, as in Avraham, that we're told that great, that there is dark, that darkness falls upon him during the vision. A Here too, Yaakov's vision is bimarot halayla in the time of darkness. God calls out to Yaakov, 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 and Yaakov responds, Hineni. Verse three, God tells him, I am the God of your father. Do not fear of going down to Egypt, for I will make you there into a great nation. This is echoing the, this too is echoing the bain Tarim where God tells Abraham, where God tells Abraham that his descendants are going to be coming to a great nation. This is going to be fulfilled now when they go down to Egypt. I am going to go down with you to Egypt, and I will come back with you from Egypt come back with you from egypt is does not necessarily need to mean Yaakov the individual though Yaakov does return to every israel his body returns to Eretz Yisrael. he is buried in every israel but uh, it when it says i will bring you back it is i will bring back the nation the nation will come back and yosef yashit yado Enecha, yosef will put his hands upon your eyes which is explained by rab saadia gaon that he will shut your eyes, which means he will be there when you die. He will be with you until you die. Chapter 46, verse 5 Vayakom Yaakov Verse five: Yaakov got up from 'er Beersheba, and the sons of Yaakov carried their father, their children, their wives in the chariots that Paro had sent, and they took their cattle, their assets, all that they had purchased in the land of Canaan, and they had come to Mitzrayim. Yaakov and his descendants. His sons, his the sons of his sons with him, his daughters, the daughters of his daughters of his sons, all of his descendants had come with him to Egypt. The unit we had read today describes the complexity of Yaakov going down to Egypt. On the one hand, Yaakov has a great desire to go to Egypt. To be reunited with his son. That desire is expressed in chapter 46, verse 1. Asher lo. Yaakov is at the lead here. He's the focus here. It's about him going. He's leading, Yaakov is leading the way. And the focus is not the descendants, the focus is Yaakov. Yisrael He's going. Everyone else is following following him, but the focus in the story is Yaakov, who wants to see his son. He stops in Be'er Sheva. Be'er Sheva is the last point in Canaan before crossing the border over to Egypt. So, on the one hand, ya- Yaakov wants to go down. On the other hand, he hesitates. He stops in Be'er Sheva where he awaits a revelation of God which is the purpose of the sacrifices there he waits this revelation for two reasons when his father was going down to Egypt right before, at the, close to the border, Grag, which is neighbors to Beershava is where Yitzchak was told not to continue to Mitzrayim and to stay so he wonders maybe he is not supposed to go down but he also is we're very much aware of the covenant of the parts And he knows if he goes down to Egypt, that is the beginning of exile. And indeed, in this revelation, God tells him, that this is going to be the beginning of the, the exile he is going down he is going with a mission the expression of the fact that he has a, this mission is expressed by the double calling of a name when God calls out to him Yaakov Yaakov generally when we have a double calling of the name of Avraham, of Waham, Yaakov Yaakov there generally is a mission ahead of him so Yaakov has a great mission Yaakov's mission is to take the family to Egypt where they will become a great nation This is the last and final divine revelation. After this revelation, they will be in exile. The next revelation will be to Moshe. To Moshe, when it is time for the nation to return back home, Yaakov accepts upon himself this mission. Hineni. However, after this revelation, we're told that Yaakov Yaakov gets up and Yaakov is carried. Chapter forty-six, verse five. Yaakov's sons are carrying their father. Unlike the beginning of the story, when Yaakov goes down to meet with his son, there's the that excitement and enthusiasm. Yaakov is at the lead, Israel, and everyone is following him. Here, Yaakov gets up, but there's a, a certain weakness, and he needs to be carried once he knows that this trip is going to is is the final trip from Eretz there a, is a, is a trip that's going to lead to the exile he lo, the, we, he loses some of his enthusiasm he needs to be carried and in the description of Yaakov and the family going down in verse 5 and 6 is very different than the description described in verse 1 verse 1 not only is Yaakov the one that is motivating but his belongings and his family and his descendants are not so significant. What's important in that verse is that Yaakov is going to see Yosef after the revelation. Once he knows what the mission is, then it is described that Yaakov, his son, his his children, their wives, the the fa- the children, the grandchildren, the grand the daughters, the granddaughters. We go into great detail because the text here wants to describe to us the entire family is relocating. And they're about to become from a family of individuals to a nation exile, which is what how we're going to begin the very next unit. So, in conclusion, Yaakov is going down to Mitzrayim with a heavy heart. He is going with excitement to see his sons, but he also knows that there that this trip is in this trip he is to fulfill the mission of bringing Am Yisrael to Egypt to begin a very long. Exile and Yaakov, with humility, accepts upon himself this mission with the word Hineni. Shalom.